0: My tongue
1: chapter 2. St. Luke, chapter 2. <clears throat> I'll give you time to find it because We're just going to use a portion of that, and I don't want to be through before you find it. Luke chapter 2, and just a portion of verse 1. These are the words that I would like to read in your hearing this morning. And it came to pass. Amen. And it came to pass. Before I get started, let me welcome those who are tuning in with us from Greater Hope, Greater Hope Baptist Church, Martin, Georgia, their pastor is not feeling well this morning and was not able to be with them. And through technology, I told him, that's all right, I got you covered. (laughs) So This morning, we welcome Greater Hope. They are part of us because our son is a part of us. And uh, I want to pray for Reverend Sullivan and thank God for Greater Hope. Joining in with us this morning. Luke 2. Portion of verse 1 says. Merely. And it came. To pass. And that's. Bible talk. It sounds like Bible talk. But really. All it means. Is. That it happened. That's what it means. It. It happened. Something was stated, something was promised, and it happened. It came to pass. My brothers and my sisters, Christmas <clears throat> to me is a time of reflection in a time of remembrance. First and foremost, it's a time to remember the wonderful gift that God gave the world in the person of his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. But Christmas time is also somehow it brings to me fun memories of my past. Especially when Christmas time comes, I, I, I tend to remember Christmases passed by. Oh, they were not all happy, they were not all happy memories, but it seems that Christmas is the time that the happy memories sort of stick out. Some of you hearing the sound of my voice, old enough, some of you remember the excitement of going into the woods to find a tree, a free tree. (laughs) Some of y'all remember going into the woods to find a tree. Y'all know y'all didn't pay for trees. We go into the woods, find the tree. We go in the woods on somebody else's property. <laughs> you could almost smell the tree now as you cut it down. You remember those fun memories of Christmas past? Many remember going to that Christmas celebration at the church. When when you walked in the door, the smell would hit you. You walk in and you smell the fruit You smell the apples And you always left You knew when you leave You always leave with that brown paper bag With two apples and two oranges And peppermint stick and some pecans Every once in a while you might have a toy And anybody remember all of that? <laughs> Many remember receiving that special toy in that Special gift that you knew your parents couldn't afford, but it was special because they sacrificed and got it. It was amazing. Everything was special at Christmas time. I remember one year when we finally got bicycles, Curtis and Milton got bicycles one year, and the next year they repainted those same bicycles and put them, and we were just as happy as we could be, just the joy of remembering Christmas. But as for me, <clears throat> one thing that seemed to be sealed into my memory of Christmas past was the voice of Pastor W. H. Huff. One thing that's sealed in my memory is to hear his voice and. For some reason, every time Christmas comes, I hear him reading these words year after year. It's been over 65 years now, but I can still hear his golden voice reading, and it came to pass. After all this time, I remember him reading this text. Oh, Oh, to me, that line and the story That followed that line was the signal of the beginning of the Christmas season. Just when I hear him say. And it came to pass. Well, that time it didn't have a lot of meaning to me, I'll be honest. That time it didn't have a whole lot of meaning. And that that, that it didn't didn't have the meaning then that it has now because I was a child. Even according to the Bible, when I was a child, I spake as a child, thought as a child, I understood as a child. But but since I become a man, since I became a man and put away childless things, it occurs to me that that was a statement that tied the Old Testament to the New Testament. Since I became a man, it, it, it I realized that that statement ties the old covenant and the new covenant together. Oh, my brothers and sisters, if you just read it by itself, and it came to pass, you you read it by itself, it sounds like the opening line of a nursery rhyme, and it came to pass. You read it by itself, it seems like just some more literature, but if you read it in light, of the whole Bible message, all at once these words come to life, and it came to pass. You see, it comes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It comes in the beginning of the New Testament. It comes toward the beginning of the New Covenant. And after all the Old Testament, after all that was said in the Old Testament prophecies, all of the Old Testament promises have been made about the redemption of mankind. Yeah, all of the Old Covenant and everything that was promised in the Old Covenant and the prophets promised a whole lot of stuff. But this New Testament writer begins to reveal his covenant by saying that everything they said came to pass. Are y'all hear me. And it came to pass. brothers and sisters, as we join in the celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I, I, I want us to pause and really look at the power of these words as it relates to this miraculous birth of Jesus Christ. For here, These words are just not thrown in to sound biblical. These words are are, are not merely for literary emphasis, but every time I read these words, every time I see these words, especially as it relates to the story, it reaffirms my faith in God. Every time I read these words, it, it, it reaffirms my faith in God and that God is true to his word. Let me show it to you. You see, when you really look at these words, these words make the difference between a mere prediction and true prophecy. These words, over time, separate fact from fiction. They separate the truth from alternative truth. Without these words, without these words, the Bible would just be another excellent piece of beautifully written literature. Over the span of history, over the span of history, many predictions have been made and many things have been prophesied that never came to pass. Great minds and great philosophers have given countless predictions and prophecies that never came to pass. There have been countless predictions of the end of the world, but the world is still here. All kinds of prophecies of doom and gloom, but the world keeps right on turning. And in today's political climate, we hear politicians making all kinds of predictions, all kinds of promises, are y'all hearing me? None of them come to pass. Just the other week I heard The president's spiritual advisor summoning angels from Africa to save this election. They never got here. Are y'all hearing this? Going to make America great again. It never happened. Come up with a brand new plan, a better plan for health care. It never happened. Are y'all hearing me? But here comes Luke affirming the truth of God's promise, affirming that what God says he means, and he does it by merely saying, and it came to pass. Well, it's a beautiful thing to read the writings of the prophets and and and, and, and all of the clear messages of things to come. Sometimes you read it, sometimes pick up, read the prophet, then the book of beginnings, then the book of Genesis. The writer tells the story of the fall of man. But in the same book, he says that God will use the seed of a woman to crush the enemy and redeem mankind. That was what he said was going to happen. Read, read the writings of Isaiah over 700 years before Jesus was born, 714 in Isaiah 714. He says, behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, read the Old Testament prophet. Look at Isaiah. Isaiah says in 9 and 6, he says, for under us, child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. All of this from the Old Testament, Old Testament promises. Listen to the prophet Micah during that same period. He says, Thou, but thou Bethlehem, though thou be among thousands of Judah, yet 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 out of thee shall come forth unto me that to be ruler of Israel, whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. Are y'all hearing me? These are just a few of the prophets who spoke concerning the birth of Jesus hundreds of years, thousand years before Jesus was ever born. They made all of these promises. But all of these prophecies, all of these promises come to life. And the thing that made them real was this one line. And it came to pass. All of these prophecies, all of these folks who told about a Savior that was coming and every bit of it came to life with these words and it came to pass. In other words, they said it, and it happened. Jesus showed up. Jesus came. You want to know what it is that we're celebrating during this season? We're celebrating the fact that he showed up, that Jesus came. But brothers and sisters, this was just the beginning of the story. This was just the beginning of the story, the story of his birth and We're celebrating this season because of his birth. We're celebrating this season because everything that they said came to pass. But I need to tell you before I sit down that there's more to the story. There's more to the story than his birth. Sad truth about Christmas. The sad truth about Christmas is that most of the world never gets beyond his birth. What you've got to know is that the same prophet, the same, the same prophet Isaiah, that told about his birth, also told some more of the story. Y'all ain't hearing me. That same prophet that told about his birth also said that he would be brought as a lamb to the slaughter. Y'all hearing me? Yeah, he said that he'd be brought as a lamb to the slaughter. Guess what? It came to pass. The same prophet, Isaiah 53, the same prophet, he says, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. That's what he said. And guess what? It came. It came to pass. David, David in his writing, David prophesied that his hands and his feet would be pierced. Guess what? It came. It came to pass. Isaiah prophesied that he would be buried in a bower tomb, and guess what? It came to pass. Jesus himself said, tear this temple down and in three days, I'll build it back again. Guess what? It came, it came to pass. He bore the sins of the world on the cross. They whipped him all night long. He suffered, bled and died. But the prophecy was that he was gonna conquer sin and he was gonna conquer death. And guess what? It came, it came to pass early Sunday morning. Jesus got up from the grave with all power in his hand. He got up with power over sin. He got up with power over death. It came, it came to pass. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, we are celebrating during this season because all of the promises of the prophets We're celebrating this season because all that they said would happen came to pass. And I can't speak for anybody else, but this is why today I have a testimony. This is why I have a testimony. You want to know why I shout? You want to know why I praise God? I, I shout and I praise God because all that he said, he did. Exactly what he said. And because of the things that have already come to pass. I don't know about anybody else, but when I look back over my life and I see what God has already done because of what has already come to pass, I'm looking forward to the rest of the story. I, I believe that if he said it before and he did just what he said, I believe, my brothers and my sisters, as I look forward, uh, I believe that there are still some more promises. And I just believe uh, that he will do just what he says. Let me show it to you. see, the word says uh, that he would be born of a virgin. And it came to pass. The word says uh, that he would pay for the sins of all mankind. And guess what? It came to pass. The word says uh, that he would die and come back from the dead. And guess what? He did uh, just what he says. Uh, It came to pass. And since all of that came to pass, yeah, since he did exactly what he said he would do, since all of the other things came to pass, uh, I am waiting uh, in anticipation uh, because that same Bible uh, tells me uh, that one day yes uh, Jesus is coming back y'all ain't hearing me yeah. and brothers and sisters I just believe uh, that he'll do uh, just what he says I believe that he will come back yeah. the word says uh, that this same Jesus uh, that we saw going over. the same jesus uh, that stepped on a cloud uh, went back to his father yeah the word says that one of these old days uh, he's gonna break the clouds uh, with a shout. Yeah. The trumpet will sound. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. I just believe uh, that it will come to pass. Yeah. Old folks said it like this. Uh, when he calls me, yeah, y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. When he calls me, uh, I will answer. Yeah. I'll be somewhere listening uh, for my name don't know about anybody else uh, but I just believe uh, that some glad morning uh, when the life is over um, uh, we'll fly away uh, to be at rest I just believe uh, that when I get through uh, toiling down here out in the sunshine uh, and out in the rain uh, I'm going home To live with Jesus Won't it be grand Won't
0: it be grand I'm going home To live with Jesus
1: He said it And it will come To pass The reason I walk in faith Is because I believe Every word That he said, I believe every promise that was made. He said, if I will confess with my life, my my mouth, the Lord Jesus. Believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. He'd save me. I believe. He'll do just what he says. And today, let me just say to you. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. He will do just what he says. If you're unsaved today, wherever you are, if you're unsaved, here is the invitation. Here is your opportunity wherever you are To say, I believe that. To say, I accept him as Lord and Savior of my life. He'll turn your life around right now, wherever you are. So if you're unsaved right now, I want you just to invite him into your life. Just say, I believe that. I believe he died for me. I believe that he got up from the grave. I believe he has the power to turn my life around right now. He will turn life around for you. If you're in the sound of my voice, now is the time for you to yield wherever you are. Jesus keep me near the cross. There a precious fountain. Near the cross. word. Thank God for those of you who are in attendance, who are here in the sanctuary. Thank God for all of those who are worshiping from home. Continually thank you for your patience and thank you so much for your faithfulness. Uh, If there are those who have decided to make Jesus their choice today, I want you to make sure now that you call the church office, and if not this church office, I want you to find a Bible-based, Bible-believing church. Go to the pastor and tell them about a decision you have made today. We would love to have you at Salem, but we would need you to be where you're going to serve. So wherever you are, if you have accepted him today, I want you to find yourself a Bible-based, Bible-believing church and go to work. For the Master, though, so those of you who are listening from Greater Hope, from the Decoy area, Martin, Georgia area, that area, if you're in that area, uh, please find your way to Greater Hope. Wonderful place to be with a wonderful pastor, uh, and same thing applies. Go where you can serve, go where you can be of service, and let them know about the decision that you made today. Uh, this is our first Sunday, and we want to recognize a child of the month and our youth of the month so let me ask let me ask right off and uh that we would uh, uh let me before I do that before I do that we've got this is a very important announcement come up, and I have asked sister Crawford to come she is she is the beginning and the end of everything political. <laughs> of everything about voting, it's in her heart. So I've asked her to come and just share with us instruction as to what we what we can, somebody get her a mic over there. Somebody just get her a mic and, yep. And uh, she's gonna give us some instructions about voting. We can't, of course, we can't tell you who to vote for, but we tell you better get out there and vote, we can do that. So Mrs. So, Crawford, please.
2: Good morning, Salem. Thank you, Pastor, for this opportunity. I appreciate it. I don't know if they can see me, but they can hear me. Uh, give an honor to God and to our pastor. Thank you again, Pastor, for this opportunity to share this information. My name is Veronica Crawford. I'm with the Salem Deacons and Wise Ministry and also a voter registration sign up coordinator and trainer. Reminding you that the deadline to register to vote is coming up tomorrow which is December the 7th, for the federal, state, and local and runoff election on Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. Information obtained from a nonpartisan 501c3 organization stated, in Georgia, 23,000 young people were not old enough to vote in the general election this year, but they will be eligible to vote in the runoff election for U.S. Senate in January 2021, if they register to vote by December 7th, 2020. Again, let me repeat, 23,000 young people who were not eligible to vote in the general election, meaning that they were not 18 years of age uh, as of November 3rd, they were not able to vote. But by January 5th, which is 2021, there will be over 23,000 young people that will be eligible to vote. So if you know someone that will be 18 years of age or older on or before uh, July January 7, 2021, please have them register to vote by tomorrow. They can access their voter registration online, which is through my MVP page, which you can Google it. Go to Georgia, my MVP uh, page, and you can click on Georgia Secretary of State Elections. And then from there, you can register to vote with a voter registration online form or a PDF form. So you can hand deliver this form by tomorrow, which is December the 7th, Monday. So you can hand deliver it to to your uh, voter registrar's office. And you can find this information also the location of your county registrar's office online at the My MVP page as well. This information was also sent out by our Salem uh, PR ministry team. Early voting also starts December 14th through the 31st. 2020 for the upcoming January 5th, 2021 election. Please register to vote early and go out and vote. You can also secure your online absentee ballot online through the secure vote website page, which can also be found under my MVP page online through the secretary of state. Also, if you have any questions, any concerns about this information I've shared with you or you need more information about voting early, registering to vote, Or absentee ballot, you can contact me via email at salem, oh, excuse me, SMBC vote at gmail.com. This is an email address that's created by the Deacon Wise Ministry, which is S like Salem, M like Mary, B like Boy, C like Charlie, vote at gmail.com. Or you can contact the church office. Thank you, Pastor.
1: God bless you. Say amen, somebody. Say amen, somebody. Now, if. uh... You don't understand, and if you don't know why it is important that we do this, shame on you. Shame on you. We 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 must. People died for us to have this right, and uh, if it wasn't important, for it wouldn't be trying so hard to take it away from you. Uh, we must listen. All of us, if you know any of these young people, if you know any of these young people who fit in that category, please call them up, get them. We need them to register tomorrow. Tomorrow is the last, the last day. I, I need to make sure that everybody knows how important it is that we all go to the polls and that we all vote. We're seeing some things happen that many of us never thought we'd see but it's because we are waking up. We're going to the polls to vote. Uh, let me introduce our child of the month for the month of November. November, our child of the month for the month of November is Daniel's, uh, wait a minute, I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Terrell. Kevin, hey Amen, Kevin, my little fisherman. We thank God for Kevin, and we thank God for Kevin's example, and we thank him, we just pray that he'll just continue on the route he's on. I I see great things in store, and we just pray that God will just continue to keep him in the care. And then our uh, youth of the month, is Daniel Stevens, Daniel, Daniel Stevens, thank God for Daniel, we have watched Daniel grow up, he's growing up now, a teenager now. We just thank God for Daniel and his, continual, his tenured, continual example to young people here in this church. Uh, let me just ask us and remind us to continue in prayer for the Barton family, for uh, Deacon Barton and the passing of his father. Let's just keep that family in our prayer. We thank God they had a safe trip and are now back home, but let's just keep them lifted in prayer. Also solicit uh, your prayers for uh, the family of uh, Brother Michael Price. Uh, All of us know Cookie, and uh, all of us know Andre, our worshiper in the wheelchair. This is our brother Michael. Uh, Michael went home to be with the Lord on yesterday, and uh, I just want us to be in prayer with Andre and with Cookie, and let's reach out to do what we can. Uh, during, during this time. Uh, there's much need for prayer, many prayer, prayer requests uh, for so many of our family members. Reverend Bush, if you notice Reverend Bush, and we do thank God for, for Brother Chestnut. Thank you so much for filling in this morning. Uh, Reverend, Bush, Reverend Bush had to go in for, for surgery. Uh, uh emergency surgery this week and uh, but I understand he's doing well. Just sort of antsy about getting up and getting out. And I'm sure Sister Tory gonna take care of that. <laughs> amen, amen. But we thank God that God saw him through and that God is holding him. God is holding him right now. Again we continue to pray uh, for Reverend Michael Sullivan uh, and, and his family. We pray that God will continue to bless And keep them uh, as he recovers. Uh, Let me also ask special prayer for Sister Janie Walker uh, and Deacon Walker, whose Sister Walker is also hospitalized. Uh, Brother Sister uh, Mother Margaret Brown, they're requesting special prayer. Brother Art Miller, uh, let's call uh, he and Joanne. Let's talk. Let's call their names in prayer and. Uh, Sister uh, Priscilla Henderson uh, along with her husband John. Let's just pray. God is a healer. He's a healer and he's still in charge. So we just want to keep lifting all of our family members and not our family members only but people everywhere. We all need prayer. God bless you. God keep you. To our young people, thank you so much for leading us today. Amen, amen. To all are here to make this worship experience happen thank you so much for all that you have done god be with you till we meet again the grace of God, sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth and evermore. Let us all say.
2: are several ways to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the GiveLify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048